0: Well, good morning, church. I uh, trust you all well this morning. Um, as you know, we yeah this morning, and it's the first time that we're going to be doing live streaming. And also, um, the podcast will also be up and running. We will be recording our um, sermons and, and having them on, on live streaming. But you also know we're here because of the, the coronavirus virus. Um, You know, the the, the scriptures tell us that look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise people, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So I think this is a a great time for us Christians to really exercise godliness, um, to honor God in how we handle ourselves during this coronavirus time. So, yeah, just, just take care of our hygiene. Let's, let's do what they ask us to do. Let's use alcohol-based sanitizer. Let's wash our hands regularly. Let's sneeze into a tissue. Let's give um, people space, one to two meters, if we are not well. And um, don't cough at people if you're not well. But I think as a church, we should be part of, of curbing this virus and not be part of prolonging this virus. So, so let's Let's work together in love. Let's respect our neighbor. We, we call to love God wholeheartedly with, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And we're called to love our neighbor. And everybody out there is our neighbor. So I think it's important that we, that we train our minds to be godly and to do as the, the government and the medical fraternity tell us to do. Let's respect this. Well that's all I'm going to say about the, the coronavirus. I just praise Lord that we can continue preaching and we can continue sharing His word, and hopefully His word can continue to build us up and encourage us and strengthen us during this time. And um, so could you all please turn with me to Psalm 56? I'm going to be reading from Psalm 56. And I'm going to be reading from verses 1 to 13, which is the entire psalm. So I invite you all to turn with me to Psalm 56. And David writes, Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose words I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? All day long they endure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape. In wrath cast down the peoples, O God." You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. Thus I know that God is for me, in God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you. For you have delivered my soul from death. Yes, my feet from falling. That I may walk before God in the light of life. Let's pray. Father, we, we praise you and thank you that we can be here this morning, that we can just gather before your word. If it's here or at home. But I thank you, Father, that, that, that we can come And listen to what your word has to say. So I pray now, Father, as we come, we will listen with ears attentively, that we will allow your word to to encourage us, to strengthen us, to refresh our hearts, to to help us to to trust you. Help me, Father, to be clear this morning. Help me to be understood. But help me, Father, to to preach your word faithfully, to, to be found trustworthy of the treasure that you've entrusted us to the sacred scriptures so help me father please be merciful be gracious to me help us all to listen and to hear what your word has to say to us this morning be merciful to me holy spirit work in me and through me into the lives of the people take my words take your words the scriptures and work it into their hearts to rebuke them correct them or train us in righteousness to comfort us to encourage us I pray and ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. The other evening in my, my quiet time, I was reading through the book of Philemon, and um, it, was, it was a lovely, lovely book just to read through. And I was really encouraged where Paul said at the end of verse 20, refresh my heart in Christ. And I know the world This country, this community is going to go through a hard time with this coronavirus as it spreads. And all I want to do this morning yes, and the the economy is also going to go through a, a bad time. We don't know the ramifications. We don't know the consequences. But all I want to do this morning is refresh our hearts in Christ. Encourage us. But the question is, when you hear that word, coronavirus, When I mention this virus, I'm not sure what goes on in your heart. I'm not sure what happens in your heart, what happens in your mind. I'm not too sure what is going on in your life at the moment. But my question is will you trust in God? Will you continue to fix your eyes on God and trust Him no matter what comes your way? It's easy to trust God when all is well, when our finances are growing, our marriages are strong, our parenting is good, we, 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 we love our job, we, we're healthy and strong, we're going to gym, we're running, but as soon as God steps in and rearranges our lives, brings in discomfort... And he may bring in a tragedy. There may be a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job. We may go from healthy to being unhealthy. We might go to the doctor and be diagnosed with a life-threatening disease. But like I said, when things go well, we seem to trust in God quite easily. But when things don't go well, will we trust in God? Because that normally happens when we hear of a tragedy or something disastrous happens in our lives. We do fear. It's a natural thing to fear. But it's what do we do with that fear? When fear creeps in, maybe you're sitting here this morning and you're thinking, oh, Is my marriage ever going to get better? Is it always going to be a battle? And it will be a battle from time to time. Are you afraid of losing your job? Look what's happening to the economy because of the coronavirus. Are you afraid you might lose your job? Are you afraid you might not get a salary at the end of the month? Do you have fears about your health that some life-threatening illness might creep in? Are you fearing the coronavirus? Are you afraid of getting old? Do you worry about your children? What's their future going to look like here in South Africa and in the world? Will they one day when they matriculate have a job or able to go and study freely in a university or a college? What about the load shedding? Are you afraid what the load shedding is going to do to our economy? And it has, and it is going to do something. See, all of the above that I've mentioned is going to drive fear into our hearts. But this is what we should do. We should do, as a psalmist says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Turn to God and learn to trust God. He's ever-present. He's, he's ever-present protection. He's, he's light. He's salvation. He's stronghold. He is our refuge. We must turn to God. And this is what we want to learn from Psalm 56. We want to see how, how David... When he was afraid, and David was afraid a lot of times. Saul wanted him dead. His own son, Absalom, wanted him dead. It was a time when David decided to go over to the Philistines to seek safety. But they recognized that he was David. They used to sing a song about David. Some of the sermons said to the king, some of the servants said to the king, is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing to one another of him in dances? Saul has struck down his thousands and David his ten thousands. Therefore they seized him and David took these words to heart and was much afraid of the king. We will become afraid of things. Fear will grip our hearts in this world. But will we be like David? Will we learn from the psalm? David knew who to turn to when he was afraid. He knew who to place his trust in when he was afraid. He knew what to do when he was afraid. When we are afraid, do we know what to do? Do we know who to turn to? Do we know who, who to trust in? So this morning, as we look at this beautiful Psalm 56, Verses 1 to 13, we need to know when we are afraid, we can turn to God and put our trust in Him. And I want to refresh our hearts. I want to encourage our hearts. I want to strengthen our hearts. No matter what we're going through at this present moment, whatever is driving fear into your heart and paralyzing your heart, I want to encourage us to turn to God and put our trust in Him. So the first thing that we need to know when we are afraid is to put our trust in God. This is what David does in verses 1 to 7 of Psalm 56. The question we should ask ourselves when it comes to putting our trust in God What do we base our trust on? Do we base it on feelings, emotions, or facts? Now, there's nothing wrong with feelings. Feelings can help you. If you're eating a lacquer meal and you start feeling full, you know you should stop. Otherwise, you're going to go into gluttony and you're going to cause all stomach cramps and all funny things will happen to your body. So feelings are good. but, But I think a lot of the times when fear and anxiety and bad things happen to us, we somehow base our, 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 our tragedies on feelings. Like someone says, trust is not a feeling that all will work out for the best. And how often do we go and pat someone on the back and say, don't worry, Jack, everything is going to be fine. It's all going to work out for the best. How can we do that? How can we say that? We're not God. How dare we say that? God knows what's going to happen to Jack. He's the all all knowing all-seeing, all-powerful, all-wise God. We can't say that. We're misleading Jack. We're deluding him. We're deceiving him if we say, pat him on the back and say, you know, Jack, everything's going to go fine. Just keep plodding along. We're not God, and we don't know. Why do you think David starts the psalm with "Be gracious to me, God?" Because he knows that God knows the outcome. And God is the one in his wisdom, has brought this outcome into his life. And God, in His wisdom, will give him the wisdom to work through this outcome. And he will trust in God who is gracious. Be gracious to me, O God, with this outcome because God knows when he will stop. And he's just going to keep his eyes on God and trust God. It's the only person he can trust in. Cursed is the man who trusts in man. Blessed is the man who trusts in God. David knows what it means to trust in God. Proverbs tells us, whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. That is the safest place to be today, is in the arms of God. No matter what's going on in the world, the safest place is in the arms of our loving, caring Father. The Father of the Lord Jesus Christ who loves us and cares for us Another proverb says, whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool. And how often we trust in our own mind. How often do we lean on our own understanding. And how often are we wise in our own eyes. And we bring so much pain, so much stress to our bodies, which cause us to fall ill of anxiety. Whoever trusts in his mind is a fool. But whoever walks in wisdom will be delivered in God's time, not in your friend who says, don't worry, everything's going to work out great. Say that to Job when he was on the heap with sores, crying out to God, don't worry, Job, it's all going to work out fine. You sit there, relax. He's not going to want that. I don't want it, and I don't want to give it to you. I want to give God to you. I want you to go to God because I want you to walk in His wisdom. I want you to put your trust in God because He can give you that wisdom and He can deliver you from your struggles in His time. And He can deliver you from that fear. He can wipe out that fear. It's amazing. Why is it when we get into trials and James says various trials will come our way, why do we most of the time pray to God to take away the trials we've kind of become very selfish Lord take away this virus get rid of it there's nothing wrong with praying that but if that is all we pray it's quite selfish Lord this coronavirus is here please give me wisdom to trust you to keep my eyes on you to walk with you faithfully humbly but everybody wants this virus to go so they can get back to comfortable living. Because it, 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 it what can I say? It, it, it gets in the way of us enjoying life. It becomes like a stumbling block, like a roadblock, like a dead end, a cul de sac. And no one likes to turn around and go back again. We just want to keep going forward and keep being blessed. But as Christians, we need to seek God's wisdom when we lack it. Go to God who will give wisdom without finding any fault against us. He will give it abundantly because he loves his children. And the wisdom helps us to fight our fears, to wipe away our fears, and keep us keeping on putting our trust in God as we walk with him through the trial. And that's why David starts this Psalm 56. Verse 1, be gracious to me, O God. Be gracious to me, O God, because he knows God is the only one that he can truly, truly, truly trust in to help him, rely on, depend on. What a friend we have in Jesus who we can take all our sins to, a one who cares for us, but we don't. We forfeit it. We don't go to him in prayer. And David needs God. David needs to trust in God. A man tramples him as his attacker oppresses him, as his enemies trample him all day long, for many attack him proudly. They twist his words, always plotting to harm him. They conspire, they lurk. They watch his steps, eager to take his life. All they're doing is waiting to wipe David clean from this earth. David has enough to be afraid of. There's a lot for him to be afraid of. Who would not be afraid? Who of you has a father-in-law or a brother or someone wanting to take your life now? Whose son is chasing you around with a sword or a javelin? David had much to be afraid of. But look at verse 3 of Psalm 56. It says, When when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, in Yahweh, in the Creator, God. Notice it does not say, I never struggle with fear, or fear never strikes. Because when fear strikes, and it will strike, because trials bring fears. This Bible is written for people like us who fear. All the saints, if you read about them, feared sometime in their life. Paul was anxious on that ship that was about to wreck, and what happened? An angel appeared to him to tell him everything's going to be okay. Everybody stays on board, and, and everybody's going to be safe. No one's going to drown. No one's going to be die going to die as long as they stay on board. And it, and it was true. Angel came to Paul because he was afraid. We will be afraid. But if we call out to God, He will help us. But we need to put our trust. When fear strikes, let's read verses 3 and 4 again of Psalm 56. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? How does David fight fear when it strikes? He puts Trust in God. Why? Because his trust is in God's word. In God whose word I praise. In God I trust. Do we find ourselves doing that when fear strikes? And fear will strike. Various trials will come our way. They will strike fear. Anxiety, stress, suffering and pain will come from what's going on outside these walls. But do we put our trust in God and His Word? In this case, do we put our trust in the sacred Scriptures? Or in our feelings, in our emotions? Do we, do we trust our mind? Do we trust our earthly things, our possessions? Do we trust other people? Are we running in those directions? Or are we running to God? To the throne of grace, which we can draw near with confidence and plead for mercy and grace in time of need remember earlier on I quoted "Trust uh, trust is not a feeling that all will work out for the best the same person goes on to say trust is a conviction arising from what God has himself said a confidence in promises and where do these promises come from? these promises come from God's word I remember when God called Abraham back in Genesis 12 now the Lord said to Abraham who became Abraham go from your country and your kindred and your father's house and to the land that I will show you and I will that's that's from reading books I will is starting a language of promise and I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great. This is God saying to him, I will. I will bless those who bless you. And him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in all, and in and, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Language of promises. I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Man can do nothing. God is our helper. Trust is based not on feelings. And I think we need to learn that. We need to, we need to if a feeling comes in, we need to ask God to give us the wisdom to go to his word and, and, and trust his promises in the scriptures. Jesus says, I will return. That's a promise. There's our hope. There's our comfort. What does it mean to trust in God? Well, it means to trust in what He says. It means to trust in His promises that is found in His Word. And the reason why we go to His Word and trust in His Word so that the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, can, can, can help us, can, can build us up, can encourage us, can, can strengthen us. A proverb says, whoever gives thought to the Word will discover good And blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. And David was blessed when he turned to to God. One minute he went from, when I'm afraid. But what does he do when he says, when I'm afraid? He fixes his eyes on God. And when we are afraid, we should fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Because then you will say like David, so i shall not be afraid what can flesh do to me david knew who to trust him when he was afraid he knew who to turn to and fix his eyes on he knew who to cry out to and we'll look more at that in the next point but we too can share david's experiences we too, we too can, can trust in God. We can either allow what's going on in the world, the load shedding, the coronavirus, the economy, to, call, to cause us to, to get into a corner and become so depressed that we do something stupid with our lives. But let's not overlook people who are going into a corner. Let's, let's, let's love them out of it. Let's, be, let's be, be gentle with people that fear and are afraid. Fear has come to my heart. There are times I'm afraid. We all will be afraid. Not one of us can say here this morning, I am not afraid of anything. Then you're a liar. Because this book is written for all of us because we will become afraid of something. So we can experience what David experiences. We can go to God's word we can trust in God and trust in God's promises, trusting in in God's word which provides comfort and strength and hope when that fear strikes because God wipes that fear away within time. So when we're afraid, will we go to God and his word? Will we put our trust in God alone? I I want to go on to the second point but because of time, I'm going to do the second point, and we'll continue with "Is our trust in God?" and we'll look at a, a very good second point, um, which is really to do to know that God is for us. That's 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 that is so important. If we're going to trust in God, well, we also want to know is He for us? And it's important. So, Lord willing, we'll meet you again on Sunday, and we will continue with part two, and we will continue with "Is our trust in God?" But my prayer is that we will look at this first point and we will know that when we are afraid, we can put our trust in God. And we can be encouraged to do this because God will help us when we put our trust in him. And I challenge us to look to Jesus Christ. He said, in the world, you will have tribulation. Fear will strike your hearts because of tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Look to me, because in me is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In me, I will give you peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding. If you call out to me in prayer and look to me for help and put my trust in me, then Jesus can help us. Not in a mystical way, it's not going to just come down, and supernaturally take everything away? He can. But he wants us to go to God's word, the scriptures, and he wants the scriptures to build us up. Because you know why? As we do and read the scriptures, we know that God who is in us is far greater than he who is in the world. Any tragedy, any virus, anything. Therefore, let's say with David, I shall not be afraid. Let's pray. Father, we we thank you. We can we could gather here this morning. We could be together. Thank you, Father. We could we could learn from your word again. We, we, we first confess that, Father, we we don't always trust you. We don't always run to you and put our trust in you as we go through anxiety, as we go through fears, as we look at this world and how it will consume us and cripple us. So please, Father, forgive us. But as we cry to you, please give us the wisdom. Please give us wisdom to to put our trust in you, to hope in the promises that are in the Scriptures. Help us as a church, Father. Help us as a church to, to, to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. No matter what's happening outside this building, help us to fix our eyes on Jesus. Help us to love Jesus and love Him so we can live to to hope and love each other. Love our neighbor as ourselves. And we're all our neighbor. We all need to, to be encouraged, to be helped, to be encouraged, to keep our eyes on Jesus, trusting in Him. So help us, Father. Please help us to put our trust in Your Son, to put our trust in the triune God and forgive us, Father, when we don't. So please, Father, be merciful to us. Be gracious to us. We know, Father, this coronavirus is is putting fear in people's hearts. Or some people, Father, don't even care. They're carrying on living like there's no tomorrow. And your word says they will will eat and drink and get married and, and judgment will come upon them. They don't care. But I pray as Christians, we will show a different attitude, a godly attitude towards what's going on there, that we will just encourage one another, we will help each other to, to just to love and to, to meet the needs of those around us. But Father, thank you now. Thank you that we can trust in you, which will drive out all fear of being afraid. Help us, Father. Help us to go out there now and trust you, no matter what's going on, I pray in the in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.